Fierce Fan Media. Week of the dumpster fire. I just feel like the week, the month, the year, the whatever's been a dumpster fire. The last mm-hmm. two years has been a dumpster fire. I don't have the mental capacity to deal with that tonight. Sure. Okay. Cool. I'm down. Okay. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the weekly wind down. I am Jackie D, the literary lesbian. I'm Stacey, the political princess. I'm eating Cheetos <laughs> cups, but they're the simply ones, so they're healthy. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I'm Erin, the geeky gal pal, and I'm eating pretzels. So there you go. I'm We're Julie eating our the, feelings. Julie, <laughs> the not-so-lipstick lesbian, I am not eating anything, wow. but I'm only drinking beer tonight. <laughs> Got a little cray-cray last time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm just drinking beer with a gatorade back <laughs> hardcore i've been on the water. hydrated girl i've been you on the it. water all day and out at the lake and so i I feel real dehydrated and tired so i'm just not julie finally realized how old she is yeah <laughs> oh when you get the two three day hangover <laughs> yeah yeah um I'm i drinking... feel like your hangovers last whatever decade you're in yeah right? like uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good good rule of thumb there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm drinking the Grail Vineyards tonight. Uh, a Joy Are you going to correct me? Oh, I mean, I can't see it. So I'm going to say good that's life. wrong, though. <laughs> that looks oh. good. I wish I, I don't think pretty. that's French. It's a ca- Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's a cab. Um, and. Mm. I really like McGrail wine, so this this is a good one. It's not quite as good as some of their others, but this is a 2017 vintage. Oh, yeah. I'm, listen, I've gotten fancier, and you guys didn't know it. No, oh, man. <laughs> when did this happen? <laughs> I'm drinking. Drum roll, please. A truly, a truly margarita they're just my favorite you guys I, they're just my favorite although when i was at your house last night you had a regular pineapple one and i was like man i love the pineapple pineapple ones, yeah. trulys are really good yeah, they're legit. But, yeah man but so we're i really like the ace pineapple ciders too so i feel like i need to get some of those stacy's gonna drink two trulys and be turned up oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and oh i got God. a um starbucks iced tea back Oh, is that chai? No, it's a black tea with knocked out milk and vanilla. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's an Earl Grey breakfast tea, English breakfast, English, a uh, tall Earl Grey English breakfast tea in a venti cup with uh soy up to the top, cold soy up to the top, and vanilla. You that was very vanilla. good. Though. It's a, off the, it's been a long time since I had a bite of Starbucks. Off the tippy and, top? Yeah. Yeah, that's that her good. order, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. It's good. You know, my grandma, uh, because she's <laughs> Irish, always put milk in my tea. And so I've always liked milky tea. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy like milk in my tea. Yeah. Yes. Aaron, what are you drinking? So I'm drinking a uh, Kettle One Botanical Peach and Orange Blossom. Oh, it's healthy. Yes. It's yes, got it botanical. No healthy carbs, vodka. no sugars, no artificial flavors. <laughs> healthy vodka. It's about as healthy. That's a healthy vodka in the same way that my Cheetos are healthy. Yes, exactly. Because exactly. <laughs> they say smart pure, on them. Yeah. And you know what? Your deliciousness. They're made with real cheese. And you know what? This was family made with passion. Wow. So Ew, I feel like dirty. sold. You know what? And, I, and I, I'm mixing it with a coconut liqueur. You know, these Cheetos are made with ingredients you can feel good about. I mean, that's, I'm feeling good about my ingredients about over here. Aaron, I, I think they were sold at not Tito's. So honestly, <laughs> I haven't been drinking Tito's for a Why? couple of reasons. Are you in Tito? One, no, um, well, everybody in calls Texas. me Tito. So I'm like, who calls you Tito? Tito? Who's Dale, everybody? Katie. Uh, those are about the only people in my life. <laughs> Everybody. So, we don't. So it doesn't so I'm matter. Like, I don't want to be called Tito. So <laughs> I brought the rock, which gross. I was drinking last week. Last week? That's her reason. A few reasons. <laughs> and I'd rather and, be called Kettle. <laughs> well, or Ciroc. I mean, that's pretty cool. But I just, honestly, I just kind of got sick of it. I know that sounds weird. But, like, if I go out to a restaurant or something, I'm still going to get, like, a 
Tito's and soda. <laughs> Real classy. <laughs> but I, I just, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, my, my tastes are broadening. Oh. And I'm, you know, whatever. I honestly, I'll probably yeah. have Tito's next week. Let's be real. At the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. I really do say that a lot. All the time. All the fucking time, man. Yeah. God. If we ever if get to the end of the day. Phrase, yeah, what's gonna, that's gonna be a long day. I one it's of my favorite people day. I ever worked for. I loved her. She was like my first real boss ever. But she would always say, to make a long story short, but like after and before she had talked for 15 minutes. So there'd be like 15 minutes and then to make a long story short and then 15 more minutes. I'm like, you didn't do that. Yeah, you don't know what that means. Yeah. Yeah, you never made this short. Have you considered a different filler phrase? Right. <laughs> At the end of the day. It works for everything. All right, let's kick it off with Julia Space Corner. Good. All right. So if you haven't been following. The James Webb Space Telescope is going to show. I was talking about this. Do you see that infrared picture? That's what I'm about to talk oh, about. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> so James Webb's first colored, full with it fully running are going to come out uh, July 12th. So just in a few days, they've already so they have the telescope like working on focusing on things for the next few days. The one of the pictures they released is not is basically not even the James Webb even trying and just working on focusing. It took an infrared picture and it's fucking insane. So there's all these, you can go to NASA um, and look at it. There's also different social media platforms that, that are showing it. But for you guys, I know the listeners can't see this. Each of those and- little specs is a galaxy. Is a galaxy just like ours? Anxiety, which means that there's billions of planets in that one picture. Like, you know how many Earths there probably are? It's my God! You know how many aliens? Anxiety. It's it's absolutely incredible. So I, we are literally can't wait to see the images. They're giving like. Depending on where you look, some places are giving teasers of what its oh, first images could I'm possibly so look like. I don't know if you guys can see that. Um, depending on where you look, again, they're giving teasers, but I think it's going to be absolutely incredible. We're so insignificant. So insignificant. In, in the grand, it's humbling. Right. To is it is it humbling <laughs> or is it? Well, I agree, but it also causes me anxiety. To some people, well, well, it's humbling and terrifying. Because it is because I think it just makes you feel. It makes me feel small, also. So where do I go on the NASA website in order to just go to? I mean, honestly, Aaron, if you just Google James Webb taste uh, James Webb images, it's going to be one of the first ones that pops up. Yeah, each of those little specks that you see oh are God. galaxies, like the Milky Way. Yeah, they can. Yeah. I think it's okay. Like live sometimes I get like real bummed out with like America is f- a fucking dumpster fire right now. It's one of the worst places to live as far as like developed first world countries go. We're at the bottom of the list, right? But mm. then stuff like this comes out, and I'm like. God damn, man. What a time to be alive. Like we're on the verge mm-hmm. of discovering we're the aliens that people are like, this are there crazy. aliens out there? We could be the aliens to other people exploring other planets. Like, I just think it's so well, we still exciting. haven't seen the, the other side of the moon. So right. we have no idea what oh, the moon thing's on. a whole uh, Look yeah. at these yeah. freaking, these are all galaxies. It's, it's yeah, all galaxies. Isn't that mind boggling? We're just in one galaxy. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. It's so infinite. It's exciting. Something else I wanted to talk about, which I I saw on uh, Astro Alexandra's uh, TikTok, was Saturn. So everybody, we all know that there's a ring around Saturn. Mm -hmm. Well, Saturn, so the ring around Saturn is basically just billions of little rocks. That circle right, Saturn. Right, right, right. 
Well, Saturn's gravity is actually pulling those rocks to the planet. So Saturn in the next hundred thousand years is no longer going to have that ring around it. Cause they'll all get pulled in. They're all going to get pulled in. Here's what's interesting. Whoa. Saturn is over 4 billion years old. So in Saturn's lifespan, those rings have only been around it for a very small fraction of time. A lot of planets they believe had this before even earth had this ring, had, had this ring of basically rocks Mm -hmm. circling it where the gravity eventually pulled it in. We're not going to get to see Saturn completely with no rocks in it, but it is kind of cool that we're living during the period of time where they are there. Yeah. Considering how old the planet is. So I thought that was cool to uh, listen to her talk about because I'm like, damn, that is kind of wild. The galaxy pictures of it. Like, yeah, it's insane. Whoa. I really, really can't wait. So um, NASA is actually doing an entire like presentation on it. It's it's at 10 o'clock Eastern time on July 12th. They're going to actually like hold a hearing and, and release the images and like talk about it and if nobody's wow. ever actually listened to real scientists and like nasa talk about this stuff it's really really interesting you know it's not fucking politics it's not like they're it's facts they're scientists they have right and, and how they go into things is so interesting it's it's like unquestionable data yeah that that we've never had before that they're finally going to show us that's crazy i'm really excited and they're going to be colored images like we're going to see the furthest into space than we've ever seen before that's so crazy but also just so scary so how many light years is it away right now like is it a from earth like right now, how many light years is the James Webb telescope? Well, let me tell you, Aaron. Let me see where, where it's at right now. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me pull up the old uh, number machine here. <laughs> the, the number machine. <laughs> so the James, so I'm, I'm going to tell you without even looking it up. It hasn't Uh-oh. been, it, it, <laughs> okay. it hasn't Jesus. been, well, just it, it hasn't been gone long enough to be light years away. It's going to be miles and kilometers away. It's, it's more of how it. far it can see than how far it physically yes. is. But okay. isn't it going to go? The telescope further, is in yeah. our orbit. Is it always just going to be in this orbit? It's always, or is the, it just going to continue on? Yes. The telescope is in <sighs> our orbit. What's interesting and so cool, which I've talked about on a different podcast about, our, about this telescope is within our orbit it's going to be able to go further because it's able to withstand different atmospheres and more extreme atmospheres than any other telescope we've ever had before but not dust would be well, no so <laughs> you can't get dust but, temp- but temperature wise yeah right it, it, it it's able to withstand more extreme temperatures than any other te- but yeah dust apparently is really fucking bad for james webb so hopefully no dust comes and takes it out um i did want to bring up one thing because we're just kind of free balling this episode here um i did get a dm on twitter last week when we aired the religion episode and one of our listeners was very upset about our take on christianity and her question was what would i do if my son became a devout christian it's a good question Sure, it is. And let me be clear. Um, Lincoln is entitled to his own life. He can make his own decisions, his own mistakes, his own failures, successes, all of that. Um, If he wanted to have a conversation with me about it, I would hope that he knew he would have to come with some solid evidence and facts and beliefs. It would also depend on if he was trying to sway me to believe like Mm -hmm. he did or was just trying to articulate how he felt. If he was ever in a space where he thought religion was necessary to make him feel better, that's okay. Like, that's okay. I don't, I think it kind of got lost in translation last week because everyone got a little too drunk. I'm not mad at religion. I'm mad at people who use religion as a weapon. 
I, I don't care if you believe things that make you feel better. I don't care if you have an aversion of the afterlife that's different than mine, because I don't know what the afterlife actually looks like. I'm not sitting here telling you that I know definitively what's going to happen to us when we die. Or if you're a Christian, Jesus is who's going to be there when I wake up from and my neither death. Do yeah, they. neither do you. But here's the thing. As long as my son's not using it to hate or hurt people, as you can hear him yelling in the background, <laughs> as long as he's not using it to hate or hurt people, he's entitled to believe what he wants to believe. And I will support him in that. Sounds like he's using his voice to hurt and hate people. right? Now. But I, sometimes I want, sometimes people send like, I think what they think are gotcha questions and they're, yeah, they're, not. they're not like, I don't think I'm entitled to Lincoln's life just because I'm his parent. Like that's not a, that's not a thing. Well, I so, think too, like a lot of times, um, these gotcha questions, I think are, are, are asked because uh, the person is assuming they're talking to like an irrational human being mm-hmm. and like, no, like you're allowed to believe whatever you want to believe. Yeah. Like anybody is like, and what and, you're not allowed to do is take those beliefs and make laws. Right. And, and make them mm. and like enforce them on other people in a, in a land, especially in a land that is, is, was founded on freedom of religion and beliefs. Yep. Like, Regardless it, of what Lauren Bobert says. Right. Yes. Like at the, at the end of the day, um, <laughs> it literally is that, that is the problem. Like, I don't care if people want to be Christian, like, and I know this wasn't Buddhist, was Hindu. You. Right. Like I don't, it doesn't Hey, listen, really listen, we have alternative time. lifestyles. Me and Aaron are Disney adults. Right. Well, like I just. believe in my Lord and savior and Taylor Swift and Meryl Streep. Yeah, like I have many idols, <laughs> but at the end of the day, like I truly, I truly, my, my biggest thing is I have never once used that to hurt or harm anybody mm-hmm. because I don't think it's necessary. And I'm never going to try well, maybe a little bit, try to get people to believe certain things about Taylor Swift, but like, just <laughs> for fun. It's not like I'm like, gonna, well, the other you know, thing too is about it. Come on. So as a parent, I have a choice whether or not I'm going to introduce him to religion. And that is my prerogative, right? And he, he will not be introduced to going to church every week and, and, you know, worshiping with a group of people, but whether I like it or not, he will be introduced to Christian beliefs because I live in America. Mm-hmm. Christmas is a, is a <laughs> Christian belief. Easter is a, but I'm just saying like, it's important to have historical context, like for him to be able to associate in normal pop culture, like Christianity exists. And um, like I said, he's allowed to form his own opinions and beliefs. And if, if he wants to go be part of a church for six months and change his mind, that's okay too. If he goes to church and decides this is for him, that's okay too. If he falls in love with a a girl who believes in Hindu and he can, and he decides to take up that, that's okay. Lincoln's life is not mine. That's okay. As long as he's not using it to hate or hurt. So Mm -hmm. as long as he's um, happy and healthy and he's not using it to hate. I'm going to assume you meant that question in good faith and that you were just curious. So I'm going to answer it in good faith and not get obstinate with you. But like, yes, children are allowed to make their own choices. God knows I made mine. Julie and I went to Catholic church our entire young adult lives. Our father is a devout evangelical Christian and we chose not to follow suit. And Lincoln is entitled to make those decisions too. So I would hope if you are someone who is a devout Christian, you wouldn't turn your back on your child if they chose not to follow your beliefs. Right. Did so the same could story? be said. Did I tell the story about how when I was in high school, I, yes. okay, I did. About your best yeah. friend's dad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like the, in the same, in the same vein though, right? Like here's a, a young person searching for, you know, the meaning of religion and what it means. And, and then I was met with such hostility and hatred, right? Like, so so like there, it's the same, it's the same thing. Like, so Lincoln may eventually go toward, you know, like trying to find like, what does faith mean? What, what does religion mean? You know, those things. But then at the end of the day, 
<laughs> he's going to find out like what really means the most, right? Like, well, also it's not zero sum. We have right. to stop pretending like it's all or nothing either way. He may believe something in between. He may like, I don't right. know. It, it's not he for me to decide. There's an afterlife, but he doesn't necessarily believe in God. Or well, and we're also, you know, like, we make, we make all these assumptions and proclamations and adaptations based on what we know now, who knows what, what like this whole James Webb telescope thing, fuck, who knows, right? there could be all kinds of religions that pop up worshiping space gods. I don't know, like to, to it, uh, once again, <laughs> like we talked about this last week, but it is so egotistical to think that we know everything or know how everything will play out or that we even have one tenth of the knowledge that exists in the universe. Like that is absolutely asinine and you will drive yourself crazy. If Lincoln wants to be a Christian, Lincoln can be a Christian. If he wants to be Catholic, Buddhist, Hindu, uh, Rastafari pasta worshiper, I don't care as long as he's a good person and isn't- Pastafarian. Yeah. Don't, don't be a fucking predator. How about that? I'm much more worried about raising a young man who's not a fucking predator than I am about what religion he ascribes to. So mm-hmm. hope that answered your assumingly well-intentioned question. Hmm. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you guys want to talk just for a minute about Taylor Swift? Like, can we sure. touch on Taylor 100%. for a second? 100%. Okay. Okay. So we all know my bias. All right. Taylor Swift is, in my opinion, greatest lyricist of our generation. Mm-hmm. Um, super talented businesswoman, great marketer, all these things. Right. So I'm, I'm saying all that to say, we all know I'm biased. Okay. I don't understand why the weight of all of these, like, movie decisions is always laid at her feet on like Twitter and TikTok and everything. Like, listen, I, I was pissed when she didn't speak out about Roe quick enough. Like that is something that affects half of the population and has nothing to do with like artistic decisions. Like Taylor, you have a huge platform speak out against the fucking overturning of Roe versus Wade. This affects everyone. Um, what I don't get is I understand the controversy over where the crowd had sing. I get it. Like the author of the book is very controversial, mm-hmm. racist mm-hmm. at best. She's right. racist, mm-hmm. possibly a murderer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like all of these things can be true. And it's still a good book. Still want to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I know that like coughs in the face of when I say like, I do not listen to Michael Jackson anymore or R Kelly, mm-hmm. but you're talking Maybe, maybe I am a hypocrite in that instance because I can easily take them out of my life because of like the prolonged harm they did, but being racist is prolonged harm too. So like, Mm -hmm. I'm, but I guess my point is, is it fair to lay it all at Taylor Swift's feet? Like, you know what I mean? Like all the discourse surrounding, she shouldn't have written a song for it. Reese Witherspoon's to blame. Like all of these things that surrounds the poor Reese. What do you guys think though? Like, is it white woman privilege? Well, yeah, a little bit, but I think at the (laughs) end of the day, the beginning (laughs) of the summer, um, I really think it's unfortunate how our beliefs affect our art so much, right? Like, um, it's, you write a book and your beliefs end up getting dragged through, through it regardless of what the book says what it means whatever right like and it's unfortunate because the book I'm I'm, I'm gonna be honest I've never read where the crowd eggs so crowded sing I've never read so it I've, so like I have no idea really honestly about and anything. I read it before I knew anything about the author there was just See, a lot I, of hype around same, it and I read same. it and I really liked it and to I was honest, really appalled I have no to find idea out about what the author good. has done or didn't do or whatever my 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 whole thing is um taylor has made such amazing strides has spoken out so many times about um injustice against women against um against you know people of color i i truly believe that like a piece of art can still 
touch you and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're supporting racism or supporting um, a horrible human being. It's just it, this, this piece of art really touched you, you know? And I think that in this case, you know, that like, it's, it's just sad. It's sad to me that this is even happening, that this is even an issue because when you, when you stand back and look at it, uh, she has done so many pieces of music that have helped so many people in so many different areas. And now you have one piece of music that's gonna, that people are gonna like try to, you know, slander her with. It's like, come on, just stop, just stop. Have you guys listened to Carolina yet? Yeah, it's haunting. Okay, so for people who have it, she recorded it all. So she did a throwback to how it would have sounded in 1953. So she only played, she only used instruments that were available at that time. She only, she did it in one take just as they would have back then. Like, she tried to recreate a time and place that is no longer available to us because of the technological advances that we've made. And, um, the, it's such a good song. And it should also be said that she wasn't like commissioned for this, that Reese Witherspoon did not reach out to her. She read the book and wrote this song after reading the book and just sent it to them when she found out they were making a movie and said, Hey, I wrote this, use it or don't like, this is, (laughs) I wrote it for this book. It's up to you. Yeah. But I, I, and I, I think that speaks like it was such a, again, I know I'm biased, but it was such a human emotion to have read something that touched you so much that you felt like you had to put your feelings about it out on paper. And for Taylor, that means fucking Grammy platinum hits when she decides to pour her words out on a paper. But it's kind and, of the same thing as like a fan fiction, right? Like, But I feel like because she wasn't commissioned for it, because it was truly just how she felt after the book, right. it adds a lot of different meaning to the words that she actually mm-hmm. right. Right. put on paper. And we've talked about it on here before how we hold celebrities to like these unrealistic expectations and listen i think taylor can do more in a lot of places but you know what i could do more in a lot of places too like <laughs> i don't you're really I could. your fans jackie oh, well there's all of us only have so much time in a day and so much energy and so much bandwidth to give and I think if I was put under a microscope, considering the extraordinary privilege that I have in my life based on my job and my income and like being white and being in California, there's a lot more I could probably do, but we can only give as much as we're capable of giving at any one time. Right. Like, I don't know. I, I, if you, it sucks because I feel like I'm, I, I wonder sometimes if I'm so biased that I'm letting her off the hook with things that I would hold other I, people responsible yeah, for. But also she was reading this book and wrote that song back when we were all reading this book and didn't mm-hmm. know anything. Yeah, about... I was just going to say that. I was literally yeah. just going to say, oh, sorry, when Bird. did all of this like come out that the author is. I only found out about it when the controversy came up, when the movie was being produced. There was a New I'm Yorker sure was article before that. There was a New Yorker article that came out like kind of recently I feel like so what can you explain to me in a nutshell like what like I I know someone's a racist but I'm just saying like the author who wrote where the crawdad sing has a history of yes has a history of being racist and her family was implicated in the slaughter of dozens of black people in the 70s in Zambia in Zambia yeah and I mean like a lot of people not just Mm -hmm. like one thing that maybe went amiss but like systematically hurting a lot of black people um so there's a lot of controversy about this book they think there's some racial undertones like racist undertones in the book but is that not inherent to 1953 it's inherent to the time and the location but people are pissed because give her money because she's a known racist right and so when i read it you don't think and it's the same way like yeah there's racist uh stuff in uh Huck Finn is racist too. yeah like well, to but, kill a mockingbird like you know yeah. like right. but I'm like, not excusing so, it I yeah. guess so the, many people that still support uh JK Rowling you know even though she's a turf you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and she's still making ass tons of money so much money right like that's I guess that's my point when do we let 
our preferences for certain things override the right thing or the white thing. Okay, here's what I'm going to say. Go ahead, Bird. No, 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 no. No, so when you brought up, you know, you no longer listen to Michael Jackson or or, or Kelly, right? Like, neither do I. Like, if I, Michael Jackson comes on, I turn it off. Right, but then it's hard, too, because, like, the Ignition remix, that's a freaking bop. (laughs) It's hard to separate those two things. But, but, okay, so we know these horrible, awful things about these two artists in particular, and we've chosen. Woody Allen is still making movies. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. and you choose not to go see these movies, correct? Mm-hmm. Right? Like you just don't, and you don't you don't listen to these these artists, these 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 songs any longer, right? You've made this conscious decision, but they were doing something absolutely unforgivable. A, and they continued to do it, and it it came out at this time when like it was easy to kind of. I don't want to listen to them anymore, right? Like I'm just not going to. I'm not going to go see a Woody Allen movie. I'm not saying it's easy to just not listen Mm. to these people or make these decisions it's just kind of like you know what no i don't want to do this anymore but with taylor swift in particular i mean obviously i'm a slightly biased too i truly think like i mean i'm very biased as well (laughs) but it's like she just like you you guys have said like she read the book she wrote the song she sent it all this stuff has come out now like Mm -hmm. what are you supposed to do pull the movie pull the song Right. Do you do all that? Is that where we're at? Or do you just put it out there and allow people to take it for what it is and move on with them, their lives? Yes. This, this woman is going to make a, a, a lot of money. She's already made a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. right? Like this book is a, a New York times bestseller for however many weeks, like months, years, mm-hmm. like this woman's already made so much money. She's going to make more money. It doesn't fucking matter at this point. Like I, it doesn't mean that we support racism, right? It's we're supporting a piece of artwork. And, and this is where sometimes I get really kind of like, um, I don't want to say like, I completely agree with, uh, you know, statues that were put up, you know, you know, Jim, Jim Crow statues. And I'm yeah. not saying that I support that, but it's like, these are pieces of art and like people that a like them or whatever. Like, it's like, we have to make this decision when is it okay the jim crow ones though were mass produced and like oh, to no, kind I, of shove it to I, them. I i understand what you're saying i'm just right. saying like but do we not appreciate whole... huck finn even though the word nigger right. is in it right like what do we right what do we do when do we say no this is enough and you're not allowed to support a racist at any cost right or do you say like i appreciate this piece of art i don't like this person but i appreciate this piece of art like mm-hmm. is that because not okay? it because it is important to the time right that, that those are the undertones but yeah right. but then you but she didn't write it in the 1950s she wrote it now I know that, but that's... if you write it in any time before, well, even now, if you write a book, you need to. There's write still it. race. Like, there should be racist right. undertones because people are so racist. Still racist, and like she probably wrote it very well because she is racist. Like I'm not saying that that's okay, and I'm not. Right. I'm not. I'm just saying like, I you know there are certain things that that's artists hard. do that I don't agree with. But in this particular circumstance, I don't disagree. And I don't well, think I would do it if it was Lady Gaga that wrote this But the then song. on the same time, you know too, saying? it's like, it's not even just that, like, did, she didn't just say, like, racist things. They, like, murdered, murdered people. Agreed. And, like, maybe she should be taken out of, like, any sort of, like, monetary gain. Sure, but I don't necessarily think you need to punish every person that's involved. That's ever read the with, book or been involved. Yeah, in the movie that's, or, yeah. yeah, that's but like I don't think we should punish punish Reese Witherspoon now. For, yeah, because I doubt she knew when they got she all probably into this. Didn't but, yeah. like I I don't know. Maybe she did. Who knows what people? That I hope not. I just I feel really um you know like the whole remember the whole Will Smith thing and when he would you know punch Chris Rock or slap Chris Rock like it's like oh and then we cancel him and like when is enough enough I don't want to be that person well that's the question right they murdered people no and it's so hard because I liked the book but that's just it like I don't think just because you like the book means that you think what she did is okay for sure for right? sure like, obviously yeah and that's where it's like educated individuals have to make sure that that is like 
you the can message. separate those two things. Yeah. You have yeah. to make sure that's like, you have to be like, you know what? I love the book, but I think that what her family did was horrific. Like, right. Which is, I the think book the is good. Point but- I'm at too with R. Kelly that like, I really like the ignition remix. I think he's a fucking monster and deserves to rot in jail for the rest of forever. Right. But that doesn't mean that he didn't make good songs. And the same with Michael Jackson. Right. Michael Jackson made good songs. Right. He's a horrible human being. And was, was a dancer and was right. molesting children. Right. And he yes. was molesting. And all, all of, of those, those things, things are true. Yeah. Yep. Right. Like, and that doesn't necessarily you can't mean not that. dance though when Thriller comes on. Right. But like, or the ignition, ignition remix. You know, you that just reminds me of high school. Julie, I start you like, turn it off. you turn the song off. Oh yeah. I do. Yeah. And I'm sure I've shared this with you guys before, but my studio that I danced at, the person yeah, who owns it that. is like the biggest Michael Jackson fan and it has, has a poster posters, yeah. multiple posters of Michael Jackson all over the studio. And it's yeah. like, that's a lot. It's a lot. I think it kind of speaks to though, especially what, since he was molesting young dancers. Well, what we've <laughs> talked about here on before, and it, it's one of those conundrums of good word. There's so much gray area, and in and for some people, there's not. There's a hard line. Like this person did this. This book became popular. This book was not popular in 1953. This book is a newer book. Like the author should have known better. She should have done better. How much monetary support you give her, especially in the wake of now Reese Witherspoon, one of people's favorites is making into a movie and Taylor Swift is in it. And like there there's all of these, you, I can see where people get frustrated because we can talk ourselves into excuses and reasons to be able to see it. But at the same time, I, I am a firm believer and sometimes you have to let people enjoy things. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, I don't know where the line actually, I mean, if we were going to be cut and dry about it, the line is you don't support this movie. You don't support this book. You don't right. go see it. You don't give them any of your money. Like that, that is the clear and definite line that some people would like you to draw and that you're making excuses if you give into anything else, which is kind of what it feels like. And now I feel shitty. Yeah. Because as we've been talking about it, I was like, I'm going to see the movie. And now I'm like, maybe I shouldn't see the movie. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I'm starting to think about like, am I just saying this because it's a movie I like and yeah. I have privilege. Is this the time when you just find it illegally and pirate it online? You don't tell anybody you saw it so they don't make any money. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the right answer is. Not I don't either. know that it's fair though to lay blame at completely at Taylor Swift's feet or Reese Witherspoon's feet. And I think I get real frustrated when I see people online waging these like wars against both of those women. I like Um, both of them. Yeah, me too. Like, right. That's what we're saying. Like, is, are they solely responsible for the actions of the other? No. What happened? I was on a work call when you guys were talking about it. <laughs> You're going to have to listen to the podcast tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> so there's a, a really popular book called Where the Crawdads Sing. Reese Witherspoon is turning it into a movie. Yeah, came- and I know Taylor T. Swee sent the thing to yeah. it. She wasn't even asked to do it, and they right. just love the song. Yeah I, know, yeah, I know that. She wrote it after she read the book, gave it to them, like, I don't know if you guys want to use this, whatever. Um, it's come out now that the author of the book is categorically racist, not even, like, questionably racist like categorically racist and her family was involved in the slaughter of like a lot of black people in in zambia in the 70s so a lot of people are are laying it on taylor and reese that you are propping this author up now and making her family even more money even though they're responsible and i don't know if there's a good answer to that that's what we were talking about like should we support this movie? I agree with Aaron. Like there's, I think there's been a lot of art. Here's the thing too. There's, I bet any artist that you actually really love has done something possibly horrific that you would not agree with. That doesn't mean you still can't like their I just said the N word out loud because I was quoting freaking Mark Twain. And I realized that after I shouldn't have actually said the N word, but in my head, I saw it in the book print. Like, I wish I could take that back now. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. we hold, I, I think we hold celebrities and artists 
to a way higher level than what they deserve and don't realize they're still just humans. Like I'll forever support Will Smith. I love Will Smith. He did. He fucked up. He, but he I think, was going through some serious mental health issues. He royally fucked up. Now this woman, oof. I mean, that's that's pretty heavy. And I do see what people are saying by that. Oh, I don't know, man. That's I know. I think Will Smith. What he did was way less severe than what way oh, less severe than Will Smith did. Like is it, slaughtering a bunch of humans. But is like, it is yeah. it up to like Reese Witherspoon now to be like, you know what? I'm well, now that she knows the, the truth, isn't it? Like yeah. it, maybe it is. Maybe this is the moment when she goes. You know what? I'm. I'm no. I'm this movie. I no longer can stand behind it. I. She's gonna millions, make her but... and that family fucking millionaires. That's what we're but, saying. But yeah. Like, uh, if she pulls it now, she loses. Damn, that's a, too she, bad. She loses a lot of money, but in the back end, she's gonna gain a lot of support. I don't think. You know? I don't think. I mean, who who knows how she really thinks? But. I don't know that she would care about losing a bunch of money. Like I, I don't feel think she like would either. That's why I think maybe she should want to do the right, right thing. I I still stand by like you can you can respect she, and love a piece of art and not like the artist. What they should do to get out of it is that all of the proceeds that would have gone to the author should go to some hey, sort of right. there you go right. Well, that's it, probably it, very hard it, to get out of because there's contracts. Involved. It's yeah. one thing. Of, it's one thing of, of still <laughs> liking artists and being I able know. to appreciate their work and making them incredibly famous and rich, which Reese, Reese Witherspoon has the influence to do that. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. does T. Sweez. By all means, you have two mm-hmm. heavy hitters that are supporting you 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 i mean you kind of have to not support them anymore because you're going to make this woman a millionaire when she kind of really doesn't deserve shit if she was a part of that i would not be surprised if like we hear in however many hours i think depp's hit it on the head that's that's what they have to do is take the proceeds and Mm -hmm. put it put it i can see taylor being like you know upon further review a tweet Mm -hmm. come out so I decided so, to pull the song Carolina from the soundtrack, but any money that I have made mm-hmm. from that will be going directly toward, mm-hmm. you know. I think what's sad is the effort that like Reese Witherspoon has probably put into this project. Because yeah, it's done already. It's, the yeah. Done. Like yeah. the amount of I don't know anything about that. <laughs> and sacrificing her time and energy and everything into something and just having to be like, I made a bad call. I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. Well, part of the problem, is- I think why people are upset is, as far as I know, and I could be wrong, no one's act- none of them have actually addressed it. That's the thing. They've just kind of ignored it. They're probably trying to figure out how. I guarantee you their PR people are scrambling. Totally. Oh, yeah. They're like, what do oh, we do? What do I we just do? got what the, the best name for this episode. Hmm where the crawdads are silent (laughs) (laughs) what do you guys think about do what do you guys think about all of the uh tea swizzle rumors of uh engagement and also breakup at the same time at the same time i would love it if they broke up me too he's unimpressive so i just come on but are you guys ever going to think anybody's actually worthy yeah i'm sure sure someone could be i would love to rip them apart to find out (laughs) i think give me an hour on here's here's what here's my biggest issue with with joe alwyn is he's he so we all know well julie you weren't on we've done a few taylor episodes that are like separate from the podcast an olive grammy gate where like joe alwyn was after the fact awarded a grammy for his work on folklore which is insane um because i you will never convince me that joe alwyn had written the fully formed chorus to betty no without anybody's the input or what like, the gayest song brain. ever like you're never going to convince me about that you are writing it well you're writing at the caliber of a multi-platinum grammy winning songwriter without any effort you're just stumbling around drinking here's what i here's my issue with joe alwyn 
he gives zero credit when when he's asked about his Grammy that he won that people spend decades trying to obtain. He's like, oh, yeah, it's sitting somewhere in the house. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I think it's sitting on the piano somewhere. Punch him with it. Number two, when he was awarded it, he never thanked Taylor. He never thanked Jack. He never thanked Aaron. He never thanked anyone like Mm -hmm. he He didn't me is just kind of a tool like he is he's a white man he's a mediocre white man Mm -hmm. who happens to be sleeping with one of the most so he's getting praised and awarded for something he did yes listen i I don't think he earned it you know what i actually liked um hiddle swift like i thought hiddle swift was a good combination i loved how much he like adored her and fawned all over her and like wore I heart TS shirt. Mm -hmm. Like I could have gotten behind that (laughs) if it had lasted more than, but here's the thing. I I heart TS shirts. I think Taylor needs someone that's going to put her in her place because I don't think anyone else does. And I think Mm -hmm. Joe has that like kind of a dick attitude Mm -hmm. and she, she fawns over it. Mm -hmm. Here's my thing with Joe right here. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, this motherfucker. All right. Like, I just truly think that he is so unimpressive. Like, sometimes I'm like on Twitter or whatever and I'm scrolling and there, you know, obviously I follow Taylor Swift hashtag. So it's like Taylor Swift shit. And like some of these like fucking Taylor fans that are just obsessed with joe i'm like, like are you some type of musical savant because if you can write the fully formed chorus to betty you should be a musician yeah when is your solo act? album coming right, out right, right. Like, also why are you i've seen his acting in... he should just not be an actor let's but like i also think like we all know what happened like let's be real we mm-hmm. all know he had nothing to fucking do with that let's be real and that's why he he's certainly not wasn't gracious. busy making movies well he's not gracious and he's not happy and he's not okay you know what i mean like mm-hmm. if if like suddenly i was awarded a grammy for something that i helped taylor swift with i would be like oh my god thank you so much taylor i can't even believe that i was in the same room with you that this happened and i i, I don't even know like i just like you know that if that like if you're not like that over taylor swift i don't think you deserve to mm-hmm. be in the same space as her it's not even that because I, and I mean, I know what you're saying, Aaron, but like, I, I get the whole, he has a different relationship with her because they're whatever, but to be so intentionally obtuse about like the awarding of a Grammy was uh, one, it was disrespectful Two, you're, you're talking about, it's not just Taylor Swift and Jack Anson and Aaron Drescher that put time and energy into that. There's a lot of producers behind the scenes and mixers and there's a lot of little people that don't make a million dollars per album or five million dollars per album there's a lot of people that are feeding their families based on that money and to pretend as if you're so like nonchalant about something and like oh yeah my grandma's just like sitting somewhere in my living room i don't really care yeah, i'm just tossing and in like the you are disrespecting the work that hundreds of people put into that wow. that aren't making millions of dollars mm-hmm. off of it that are just trying to keep their fucking roof over their heads yeah so that's the so part of me that rubs Not like, me the oh my god way. it's such an honor it's such a yeah to be included with people like Beyonce mm-hmm. and the Beatles. Like Folklore is now number five of the most sold albums in the history of recorded albums. Yeah. It's up there with the Beatles and Jimi Hendrix. And like, so for him to be so just arrogant about it is what pisses me off about him because yep. I get it. Taylor Swift's just your girlfriend. But she legitimately she's puts, an icon. She's an icon. And the fact that she, she gave you credit on an on album. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fact that she gave you credit on an album and you're being such a dick about it. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to keep your relationship private, I get it. Like yeah. the the microscope that people are under in the in celebrity world is atrocious. But you haven't even acknowledged that you were part of that process. Like you could do mm-hmm. that without even fawning over your relationship with taylor swift you could just say it 
being in the same room with Jack Antonoff and Aaron Drescher, who were some of the best producers and songwriters ever. And having that experience was awe inspiring. And I'm grateful that I had like anything like that Mm -hmm. would have been better than, oh yeah, I got drunk one night and was stumbling around and wrote the full court, wrote the full (laughs) song of Betty without anyone's help. It's so toned up. leaves you? Mm -hmm. No one. Nobody. What's everyone uh, obsessed with this week? Hmm. I am. I have one. Okay. Um. The well, I'm obsessed with two things. So there's, and they're both musicals from the West End. Um. So one, I'm just so obsessed with six right now because the um. You say sex? Six. Oh, like the six, number the musical. Six. Um. Yeah, not the number of the show. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the Broadway cast recording came out, which is live from their opening night. And it's just like, good. It's so good. And so if you guys it's aren't familiar, so good. it's, so it's the story of the six wives of Han- of Henry the eighth. And so basically it's done sort of like, um, it's done in concert. It's one act and they are like very loosely based on like popular divas so like Beyonce Celine Dion Adele like that whole kind of vibe and so basically each one of them they they had a whole little contest and like the audience basically is going to pick like whoever had it the worst being married to Henry VIII gets to be like the leader of their like girl group and it is so good it's so funny the music is like it's phenomenal the music is so, I started listening because so because Bird sent me a song mm-hmm. and I was just like I've always wanted to listen to music so I started listening to the whole like soundtrack and I was just like oh my god I know and the one so that's good. like the one that they just released because it's the like live recording you can pretty much listen to it all the way through and it's not like you know some cast recordings are like here's a song here's a song but you miss all the in-betweens mm-hmm. you get pretty much everything because and it's just like God, it's so good. Talk about just a piece of shit human being, Henry VIII. Ugh. Just the absolute worst. And so, and so it's interesting because then it made me go start looking at some of, you know, obviously you know a lot about like Anne Boleyn, but I definitely went back and was looking more at like Jane Seymour and, you know, it's just, yeah, it's so, so good. What are you obsessed with, Erin? No, I had one more. Oh, sorry. Oh. So the other one I'm really obsessed with um, (laughs) is coming to Broadway soon. They just announced it's called and Juliet. Um, And this one I'm like really, really excited about. So it's a musical um, and it basically tells the story of what happens if Juliet doesn't die at the end of Romeo and Juliet. And she kind of like, it's this super hardcore, like girl power, like that. Right. Okay. But the music is a jukebox musical. So the music, it's all the music of Swedish pop songwriter, Max Martin, who no one is going to know who this guy is, but he has written. (laughs) He was married to Shania Twain. Uh, I know who Max Martin is. Yeah. Wow. Look at you. Was he really? Yeah. You're welcome. He's also worked with Taylor. Okay. He's worked with freaking everybody. So he wrote like baby one more time and I want it that way and it's good yeah 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 yeah. he's Uh, a fucking legend he's not married to he was made married to Jenny Peterson he wasn't married to Shania Twain oh I thought he she was married to someone named Max okay yeah 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 but he wrote like I kissed a girl and roar and uh shake it off and blank space and like all of these songs has written or co-produced or whatever so the songs in the show um it has like larger than life i want it that way baby one more time show me the meaning of being lonely um domino blow i'm not a girl not yet a woman overprotected confident teenage dream like every good like 90s 2000s pop song since you've been gone um it's just like i'm so excited for this thing to go to broadway and same thing like the clothes are like kind of period, but like very much like modern takes on everything. And like, it just looks like so much fun. And it just, it just, I'm like super excited about it. Cool. Yeah, Aaron, awesome. what are you obsessed with? Uh, a couple things. One, uh, Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. I finished it finally. Don't, yeah. I'm happy. So you were, are you in your like, like, are you in your Kate Bush? 
I, you know what? I've always been a Kate Bush fan. So it's just lovely to see her music just become so popular again. Okay. You know like, what song I wish would get popular though? Cause I'm obsessed with, and it will surprise no one. Wuthering Heights. Okay. Yes. I was going to say a woman's, wor- a woman's, woman's work. work. Yeah. That's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. No, nope. Wuthering okay. Heights. But either way, I've always loved Kate Bush. So I love, and, and I love, oh my God, shut up. Oh God. <laughs> I can't. What the fuck? I never get to talk on this show without being interrupted. I swear to God. You got to get more, you got to get more. Uh... We got to get what? Off the show and just let you <laughs> oh, fuck to it? Go. <laughs> no, you got to, you got to. All right, Aaron, go on with All your. Right. So anyways, also, um, Hannah had an episode this week which i've been just upset about um she has something called old dog vestibular syndrome which is basically like vertigo and dogs they don't call it old dog do they really yes they do yeah because it only happens in old dogs like, Florida, they do. No, I... <laughs> <laughs> on the interwebs as well <laughs> uh but yeah it's been it's been a really rough week here in uh in florida is she okay now um yeah i mean she stumbles and it's hard for her to get around vertigo's brutal man how long do they think until that kind of clears up uh two to three weeks okay and then it should be she should be good hopefully but she might always have a little stumble and she might always like tilt her head to the side and uh, it's just really hard seeing her get Get old old. it's very very hard so we love little hannah Thanks. Little Eleanor, is she being nice? Um, we try to keep them away from each other because Eleanor won't leave Hannah alone. So, like, when Hannah's pooping in the yard, Eleanor likes to like run at her full speed and jump on her. Well, she can't do that anymore. Right. If she does that, Hannah falls over. Right. So then Hannah can't poop. So it's just sad. It's just, it's hard. I'm not gonna lie. I did not expect old dog vestibular syndrome yeah wow, look at that canine idiopathic vestibular disease often referred to as old dog vestibular syndrome mm-hmm. yeah it was really That's interesting so when uh we took her to the vet that the vet was not her normal vet but it was this this guy and she hates men so i was surprised she allowed him near her but he like just held her face steady and like looked at her eyes and her eyes were like moving up like Mm-hmm. really weird and he was like yeah this is what she has and I thought for sure she had had a stroke because in the car she had like her tongue was like hanging out of her mouth funny and I was uh, I will I was a hot mess like I was literally in the car sobbing like I'm not ready I'm not ready to let her right. go like, I love her so much like oh my god I hate you god fuck you god fuck you I don't even think you're real but clearly you you are because you hate me and everything bad happens to me and then we got there and they're like oh she's gonna be fine I was like oh oh okay then oh it's a good thing I don't get kidding. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, I know god, that I is nice that it says that it looks you know yeah, it's not it terminal. looks bad but yeah it's not yeah. terminal it isn't but it looks or dangerous I'm sure so, it, yeah it was so sad and like her at the groomers was the worst thing I've ever seen because like the, like groom, like the, uh, the man that owns the grooming place was like holding her when I got there and of course she saw me and she was like <laughs> and she was like whining and mm-hmm. then like all of a sudden she just like threw up all over him oh, and I was like, oh, oh my oh. god I'm so sorry and I'm like Anna are you okay and he's like I'm fine you know don't worry about me and I'm like but it's she okay oh my god it was a lot like I don't deal with that <laughs> I'm not the right person in, in an emergency. I know. <laughs> this is why I am not an EMT. <laughs> I'd be like, oh my God. Are Can you, you imagine? Oh, no. oh no. <laughs> not going to happen. 911, not here. No, don't call me. Don't call me. I'm not good. But yeah, that's pretty much all I'm obsessed with right now. Joel, what about you? Spoil her. Um, I've really just been my in any of my free time that I have, I've been obsessed with uh, buying a boat. I'm going to buy one this next week. I'm debating on, there's a couple that I'm looking at. I I'm don't not getting know. one until next year. Julie's going to have one before me. I know. How is Julie going to vote yeah. before you? Yeah. She makes more money than me. Damn. Eh. I don't know. Yeah, even so. now? What kind of boat? What kind of boat? 
Well, that's what I'm debating on. <laughs> I don't know if I want a jet boat or not. I Let me, hey, when this is over, can I send you a mix between the two that I'm getting? Well, I also don't know if I want a pontoon boat or if I want. It's a mix between a pontoon and a ski boat. Oh, is this the Can I send it to you? Yeah. Well, you're probably going to buy a really nice boat. I don't want to spend more than 30,000 cash. This one's 34. <laughs> That's not Who bad. has 30,000 cash? Let me show, I'll show it to you when this is over. Jesus. You can tell me what you think. I feel like I'm on yeah, Lifestyles of the me. Rich and Famous right now. <laughs> no. Like, I mean, I have oh, a fancy Dempsey, fanny you're going to do nothing but benefit from me owning a boat. I know. I'm not complaining about that. I'm just <laughs> I, might have a, I might have a $200 fanny pack. I don't want to spend a $30,000 like, cash boat. There's let, me, some boat let me send you the thing. You have a $200 yeah. fanny I'll send it to you. I've been, stony, my stony clover. You're going to have to trust me, Jewel. I've been researching oh, okay. this for a year because I wanted a cross between the two and I found the perfect boat. I'll send it to you. Price-wise agility perfect pontoon that's what i'm looking for yeah. i'm like debating right now between the tahoe q4s that, that, and that, a pontoon. listen okay, yeah, just send it to me yeah i'm gonna show you when this you're we're gonna, gonna take a me. tour when we're done we're gonna take a tour when we're done you oh, obsessed with anything God. else no that's literally bad. oh can i add one more thing just because i have them in front of me dude you guys i'm not a big candy eater but i've been on a super binge and i'm gaining so much weight and it's gonna be over in a minute because i'm gonna start my diet on